Hello, and welcome to the 13th installment of my podcast, Walking the Path with Rita Melios, Spiritual Sherpa and Holistic Wellness Coach. So far in these podcasts, we've learned about the spiritual growth process, its steps and stages, as well as the mind tools that we can use to further our growth as we travel along the spiritual path. Today, we're going to discuss Manifestation Mastery, how you can use these rules and tools to bring into your life the positive changes and experiences that you desire. We'll start with the basics of how manifestation works and then explore both a common manifestation technique and a less common, more advanced manifestation technique. Manifestation in the spiritual sense refers to using your mind, specifically your thoughts, attitudes, and beliefs to work with the natural laws of the universe that are involved in creation in order to give you a leg up on creating the kind of life that you want. Science tells us that there is an explicate or outer obvious order to the universe as well as an implicate or deeper, more fundamental order that is enfolded into the explicate order that we see in our everyday awareness of the world. And they further now have come to believe, as the spiritual seers have known for thousands of years, that everything we experience in our everyday lives comes by being precipitated down from the implicate order into the explicate order. In the ancient wisdom text, this implicate order is referred to as the rain cloud of noble things. The idea is that every possible option for, for actions, experiences, outcomes of all kinds already and always exists in the implicate order and the options that manifest are chosen by us through the process of us focusing the light of our consciousness that is our attention and our awareness on them quantum physics is aligning with ancient wisdom in declaring that attention is a choosing thing it's important to recognize this convergence of science and spiritual awareness because our conscious minds always require justification, and rightly so, in order for us to believe an idea and to put it into action. I have shared these concepts with a number of clients to help them get over the hurdle of changing from a glass half empty to a glass half full perspective with amazing results. Once they realize that the thoughts they think, especially the ones they hold on to, ruminate on over and over, and focus their attention on, are the ones that encourage manifestation of whatever it is that is involved in those thoughts. And then they quickly decide that it behooves them to monitor their thinking and be more mindful about what they allow themselves to dwell on and to add energy to. In any case, once a client realized the effect that their chosen focus of attention had an important impact on their reality, they were able to use that awareness to work with the laws regulating consciousness, awareness, and attention in a way that made it more likely for them to get the results that they wanted rather than the results that they didn't want. That in a nutshell is the underlying concept behind manifestation. Recognize that attention is a choosing thing and therefore decide to choose wisely. Choose wisely which thoughts you hold tightly onto, which thoughts and ideas you repeat to yourself over and over and which mental images you hold in your mind and repeatedly look at. We focus our consciousness in multiple ways, as I just described, by capturing our attention and holding it hostage. Worrying is a good example of a bad way to use the laws of consciousness to capture and add energy to an idea of relief. 
When we worry, we're putting all the power of consciousness and the laws that govern it into something that is the opposite of what we really want. So worry is never a good strategy. Instead, use your knowledge of how consciousness and focus of attention work to manifest what you do want. You can assist manifestation by using the mind tools of visualization and affirmations and directly and overtly increase the energy of the images that you're holding or the messages that you're speaking or writing. You can assist manifestation by increasing the overall amount of energy that you give to your consciousness or your awareness and also the availability of that energy to reach the programming levels of your mind by engaging in meditation, prayer, or quiet contemplation, all of which increase the contact you have with your inner subconscious mind rather than your outer conscious mind. And it is only by engaging with and using the inner subconscious mind that you can align with the spiritual pipeline that takes your thoughts and ideas into the spiritual realm. Now, before we get into the actual techniques of manifestation, there are a few things that you need to understand and reflect on. First, you're probably aware of the book, The Secret. The Secret contains a lot of great information regarding how to manifest your goals. But unfortunately, the steps outlined in The Secret do not well, work well for many people. There are several reasons for this. So let's look over the main obstacles to manifesting in the secret so that you don't inadvertently introduce these into your manifestation rituals. First, the idea behind the secret is the law of attraction, meaning that like vibrations attract like results. That is why you need to focus on what you do want rather than on what you don't want. When you're practicing manifestation technique, you're broadcasting your request to the universe in the same way that you're broadcasting your request to God when you pray. And these are, in reality, the same thing. So broadcast and send out the actual outcome that you want. Remember that your subconscious mind holds the only pipeline through which you can broadcast to the spiritual realm. And the subconscious mind is prone to dropping small qualifier words like not, don't, etc. So if you use these words when making your petitions, you can easily and inadvertently program or petition for the exact thing than what you are really wanting to be petitioning for. Another element of the like attracts like law is that it parallels the law of expectancy, or more accurately, the rule of expectancy. Psychiatrist Milton Erickson is credited for bringing attention to what he called the rule of expectancy. He postulated that 85% of what a person expects to happen will happen. That's because expectancy is born from belief and we know that our deepest held beliefs are the catalyst for pretty much everything we do because the subconscious mind automatically puts into emotion and initiates actions that are based on our beliefs. That is, if we don't override this autopilot mechanism with the power of free will and conscious choice. That's where Erickson's 85% idea comes into play because in general, about 85% of our actions are initiated by subconsciously driven automatic beliefs. However, the conscious mind has the potential to override the subconscious due to its having dominion over the subconscious. The caveat, however, is that this dominion and power over the subconscious autopilot belief system and actions must be consciously and intentionally activated. The subconscious acts through automatic reflex, but the conscious mind must use intentional choice and deliberate action. 
So where does this fit into our manifestation work? Well, it plays an important role in our understanding of why our manifestation efforts aren't always successful. You may recall from a prior podcast that I often refer to the fact that all of us have fears, doubts, and worries that are hardwired into our brains from childhood. No one escapes these apparent obstacles. But in reality, they are not real obstacles, but merely learning opportunities. Opportunities to discover what it is that we really, really don't want and what we really, really do want and need to have in our lives. This is called the Universal Law of Polarity, which states that we always get what we do not want in order to gain clarity on what we do want. Our internalized and often consciously forgotten beliefs that are associated with our fears, doubts, and worries cause us to have self-doubts and fears about our ability and actually our right to manifest our goals and achieve the life we desire. Only after we have consciously faced and challenged these internalized fears, doubts, and worries are we able to recognize the truth that can set us free, that they are not in reality truth, but merely feelings and ideas, beliefs, that we created in our minds, inadvertently from mistaken interpretations of childhood. Only after we come to believe that we deserve to have and we can have our desired outcomes are we able to expect them to manifest. And therefore, we can then allow them to manifest by ceasing to counteract our conscious intentions with subconsciously driven opposing expectations. The true meaning of the law of expectancy is really stating that what we expect with certainty is what we will get. That's a really important point, it is, yet it is still not the most important thing about the secrets information that keeps this manifestation system from working for us. The most important thing is that the secret dismisses the importance of vibrational energy levels and resonance. It barely mentions these concepts, but these are essential keys to your success. A final note on the like energy attracts like results concept is that, similar to what Einstein said, you can't solve problems by using the same kind of thinking they used to create them. In the same manner, you can't manifest a goal using the same vibrational energy level that you hold while focusing on the fact that it is not currently present in your life. The universal energy that creates and precipitates down our manifested goals is much higher than the vibrational energy that we normally hold in our minds. But these two energies must somehow be made to vibrate at the same level and resonate with one another in order for the manifestation to take place. And the only way that that could happen is if we raise our vibrations to meet the higher level of vibrations being projected by the universal source. Only when our energies can be brought into the flow of universal energy can the manifestation work come to fruition. I outlined in podcast number seven, Energy Emotions and Raising Your Vibrations, a number of ways that you can raise your personal energy vibration. Briefly, as a reminder, they are one, manage your emotions, which actually are your vibrations. Two, accept responsibility and be accountable for your decisions and your actions. And three, practice spiritual presence. That is, be aware when you're in an undesirable vibrational or emotional state and then make a conscious choice to change that state to a more desirable one and take action to make that happen. The example I gave was to mentally recall and re-experience a time when you felt joy, appreciation, or love, all of which are very high vibrations. 
just reimagining such experiences will increase and improve your vibrations. Managing our emotions and learning to work with our forces or energies is described in the ancient wisdom text as the current challenge for humanity. There's just a couple more concepts that I'd like to cover before we proceed to our techniques. The first is the idea of our sphere of influence, another ancient wisdom term that basically means stay in your own lane, or as I sometimes say to my clients, don't attempt to do something that is, quote, above your pay grade, unquote. What is meant here is that there are planes of existence, spheres, that are occupied by energies and entities that belong in that area and who have the right and the ability to function in that area. And just because we may at some time or another find ourselves there, inadvertently or through sometimes misguided attempts to reach these planes, it does not mean that we should think that we have the right or the power to be effective there. There is a spiritual hierarchy for a reason, and we are well advised to avoid meddling in places that are too far out of our range, as we might unfortunately find ourselves receiving unwanted and unpleasant attention. Positive and negative energy exist on all planes, and we need to respect that and be wary of trying to do more than we're ready for. An example of that is we should not attempt to use our personal energy to engage in attempts to fight off entities of great evil or to defend the world from destruction all on our own. In such cases, we are simply not powerful enough. Instead, we should ask for our guides and angels to intervene for us in these requests. And that is something that is within their sphere of insurance and their area of potential effectiveness but not ours. We can, though, also send our love and energy to our guides and angels, and in this way we can assist them in this and any other work that they do. In other words, we should remember to be real, to expect realistically, and to make our manifestation request realistic for us and our capabilities. Finally, Another important element of manifestation has to do with the law of compensation or reciprocity. This spiritual principle states that we receive in accordance with what we give and give freely with joy, not with expectation of reward. If we have the character and the mindset to be kind and helpful and we have a desire to serve others, then we tend to receive the same kind of blessings back. That is why it is helpful to us as well as to those to whom we show these positive attentions to do so, providing we are giving in a spirit of loving kindness. Having this kind of attitude as well as showing compassion, being grateful, and having appreciation puts you in the flow of higher vibrations that carry our personal manifestation requests to the universal sources. So this kind of attitude is always a win-win. Okay, now it's time to cover our manifestation techniques. Let's start with the traditional, more commonly known technique. Here are the action steps for general manifestation. Number one, believe in yourself and your right to manifest your desires. Adjust your attitudes and beliefs if necessary to eliminate negative, emotional, and energetic obstacles can dampen or diminish the strength of your manifestation petitions. Two, get really clear about what it is exactly that you want. Detail your intentions for the outcome that you desire, but also be open to 
this or something better in case the universe has different ideas for you. And remember, while your vision of the future possibility is limited, the view and vision of the universe has no such limits. So its choice for you will always be better than yours. That's why I always add the words, this or something better, when I'm making my manifestation request. Three, ask for what you want. Write an affirmation, pray, create a vision board, or write a letter to God or the universe. Or choose a particular visualization that you will imagine repeatedly. You can do several or all of these to imprint your intention and desire onto the universal energy field. For assistance in creating affirmations and visualizations, you can listen to podcast number nine, Affirmations and Visualizations, Maximizing Their Use as Mind Tools. Number four, expect with certainty the outcome you desire. Assume that your request has already been manifested and you simply need to wait for it to precipitate down into your reality. Expectation is the emotional state where an idea becomes so real that you feel it, even though you can't hold it yet. Expectation is like an invisible magnet that will attract into your life that which you are expecting. Five, create a personal action plan. Develop real-world strategies that you can do to assist in the process of achieving your goal. As the universe works on precipitating down its energy for your manifestation, Manifestation is a co-creation process. It's not a time for you to sit on the sidelines. So do your part and the universe is more likely to do its part. Remember the saying, God helps those who help themselves. Six, raise your vibrations and keep them high. Practice gratitude, be kind and helpful, stay positive and joyful. Seven, be patient and trust the process. There is no set timeline for how long it will take to achieve a particular manifestation goal. Eight, be grateful and appreciative that your desire has been manifested both while you are waiting and after you have acquired it, knowing that it is first created and manifested in the implicate order and then later in the explicate order, which is our everyday world. So that's the general manifestation process. Now I'm excited to share with you a more advanced manifestation technique that was created by Nikola Tesla in 1927. This is called the 369 method. Tesla believed that the numbers 3, 6, and 9 were special because 369 is the only prime number that can be exactly divided by every single number between 1 and 369. Tesla believed in universal patterns and sacred geometry and he also thought that the number 369 was somehow linked to the vibrational energy of the universe. In numerology, the number 3 is said to connect us with the universe. Number 6 signifies inner strength, and number 9 releases negative thoughts. Put together, the number 369 represents compassion, idealism, and creative expression. The energy of 369 is thought to resonate with tolerance, philanthropy, and creativity and to inspire people. To use the 369 method of manifestation, you would create only one very specific affirmation that resonates best with your most important goal and desire. This method uses a single affirmation at a time, but you can repeat the process with other affirmations after the first one has been manifested. 
write down your affirmation and make it very specific as we'll just we'll describe that next and stay focused on it for at least 17 seconds without distraction studies show that the brain processes information in about 17 seconds so focus on your affirmation repeating it if necessary so that you spend at least 17 seconds imprinting your manifestation request effectively into your consciousness then capitalize on the 369 energy by either rewriting or speaking or both if you desire your affirmation three times in the morning six times in the afternoon and nine times at night and just before you go to sleep would be a good time for the nighttime affirmation as the message will be then carried into your subconscious mind as you fall asleep so some key points to remember about the 369 method you may can use only one affirmation at a time so as not to dilute the power of the 369 method after one request has been manifested then you can create another affirmation if you desire make only affirmations that are realistic and achievable for you write your affirmation in present tense as if it has already occurred preferably using the i am statements as in the common manifestation method it is important to think of your desired intention as already being a reality so state it in present tense i am whatever it is that you're affirming and then also visualize and affirm it as already having been realized include in your affirmation the reason that you want this goal to be manifested use the word because in the actual affirmation for example i am loved by a kind caring and supportive partner because I am kind, caring, and supportive myself to my partner as well as to others. Using the word because in your affirmation not only strengthens your intention, but it also creates a sense of responsibility. And responsibility also strengthens these affirmations. Another affirmation example might be, I am financially, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually wealthy because I am responsible to others and to God and he supports me and rewards me richly so you can see how that works because and responsible are very key words then when writing or speaking your affirmation or anytime you're thinking about it be sure to have the highest vibration possible by feeling the joy and appreciation that you will feel once this manifestation has been precipitated down to you and you're actually experiencing it in your everyday life other ways to enhance the 369 method you can rewrite as well as speaking your manifestation during the morning as there is more powerful energy available in the morning and doing both the writing and the speaking at that time will capitalize on this morning extra energy you can simply then speak the affirmation during the other sessions if you like you can make additional copies of your written affirmation to pl place around your home and leave them where you can see them and be reminded of the affirmation over a period of time weeks or months depending on how long it takes recognize that your goal has already been manifested in the spiritual realm and you are simply allowing and assisting its precipitation down into your physical reality 
If you use these techniques as suggested, you will definitely increase the likelihood of achieving your manifestation goals. I wish you all the best of luck in your manifestation efforts. So, okay, that's it for today. I thank you so much for listening. As always, you can feel free to contact me with questions or comments or to ask for resources at my email, readamelios at gmail.com. Remember, I'm available for individual spiritual path coaching or for group training for therapists or coaches. To everyone who listened today, thanks again. I wish you all the best in manifesting your goals, and I wish you always blessings on your path.